I have a right to safety. I have a right to education. I have a right to my culture. Kids like me need to know about child rights and earlier age what to do about it. Today, the Canadian Council of Child and Youth Advocates asks you to make every day a day to stand up for children's rights in your life. If you are a young person who needs the help of an advocate, you can also find the advocate for your own province listed on cccya.ca. Welcome back to Radio Change the World, a national community radio broadcast for National Child Day. On November 20th and 21st, we let the kids have the microphone. The following segment features voices and stories from Quebec. Hello there. I'm Allison O'Reilly, broadcasting from the studios at CJLO 6090 AM in Montreal, Quebec. Today is November 20th. I'm told that today is a special day. Today is United Nations Children's Day, a day that was established in 1954 and has been celebrated on November 20th every year since. Today is a day to promote international togetherness, awareness among children worldwide, and for improving children's welfare. November 20th is an important date as it is the date in 1959 when the UN General Assembly adopted the Declaration of the Rights of the Child. It is also the date in 1989 when the UN General Assembly adopted the Convention on the Rights of the Child. Since 1990, Universal Children's Day also marks the anniversary of the date that the UN General Assembly adopted both the Declaration and the Convention on Children's Rights. Now, according to the UN, Universal Children's Day offers each of us an inspirational entry point to advocate, promote, and celebrate children's rights, translating into dialogues and actions that will build a better world for children. Now... I still have a lot of questions. What is the Declaration of the Rights of the Child? What is the Convention on the Rights of the Child? Now, what are children's rights exactly? Now, to answer these questions and to better understand why we celebrate this day and uh, what exactly about this day is worth celebrating, I sat down with Julie Ranger. Now, Julie works at the Commission des droits de la personne et des droits de la jeunesse, a nonprofit organization here in Quebec. Now, in the following interview, Julie and I discuss children's rights, the rights to play, some surprising facts about the Declaration, and much, much more. So stick around, keep it locked. Maybe you'll learn something about Universal Child's Day, which is today, November 20th.
Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you very much for having me. Um, so introduce yourself. Uh, so I'm Julie Ranger, or Ranger, if you want in English. I'm the Education and Cooperation Officer at the Commission. I worked in the youth section, which we'll talk a, a little bit more later. Uh, but that's basically my uh, my everyday job. Right on. So do you want to explain to us what the Commission does? Sure. So the Commission des Droits de la Personne et des Droits de la Jeunesse, it's a very long name. <laughs> um, when we leave messages, it never ends. Uh, we have, basically, we are mandated to promote and protect the rights that are included in the Quebec Charter of Human Rights and Freedom. So that's our everyday job. And within uh, that very broad mandate, we have more specific mandate that are addresses children's rights. So it can be in the charter for, uh, for example, anti-discrimination. So kids, whatever their, their, their language, uh, if they have an handicap, um, their religion, uh, that they can have access to services. Education uh, is one of them. And we have another uh, department, which is my department, where we are more focused on children that are in youth protection and under the Youth Criminal Justice Act. So the commission is mandated under the Youth Protection Act to make sure that kids that are in youth protection have their rights respected from the, the, the day there is a reporting for them to the director of youth protection until they get out of the system. Mm -hmm. And so we are the ones, the, the one organization that makes sure that all of the rights that are um, listed in the Youth Protection Act are respected. Right on. So what is your role within the commission? Do you want to elaborate on that? So within my direction, I make sure that um, kids themselves and youth and people that work with youth are um, aware of those rights. So the rights that I was talking to you about uh, under the Youth Protection Act, the, the right to be heard, uh, the right to have uh, confidential communication with their family when they're placed into foster care, the right to be informed, to be prepared, and to be consulted when they're moved from one foster care to another, and uh, the right to services, the right to be accompanied. Those are all the rights that I go around the province of Quebec and make sure that people understand what they mean and make sure that they are respected. And I have a uh, different um, uh, interaction with people that work with children and, you know, making sure that, that we offer children a good, um, how can I say this, a good um, array of services and that we talk to each other to ensure that they have the best services and that their rights are respected every day. Now, speaking of like getting uh, knowledge on what this means, um, what does it mean the right to be heard? The right to be heard, that's, yeah. a, that's a good question. It's very, it's very, it can be very broad. Mm -hmm. okay, the, the right to be heard, uh, you can have a right to speak, you, ha you can have freedom of speech, but at the, at the end, being heard goes a little bit further because it means that someone is actually listening and taking into consideration what, what, what you want to say. So the right to be heard can be you know, within your family, but it can also be, and that's a very important one, with uh, for example, the government or within school, children need to have their voices heard. And that means that we need to be listening also and taking action into what they're saying and what they're expressing and uh, if they need help and all of those things. So being heard 
then come with the responsibility maybe of taking action for mm -hmm. those rights to be uh, respected. Right on. So um, now moving on to November 20th, yes. which is um, Universal Children's Day. Yep. Now, can you explain the significance of this day? So the significance, why is it November 20th? Why did they choose a day yeah. in November <laughs> when it's gray and it's not pretty? Uh, it's because it's, it's the day in 1989 when the convention came into force. Okay. So countries have signed it, ratified it, and then it came into force. It, it had their full action uh, on November 20th, 1989. So for more than 25 years now, we've been celebrating the Day of Children, the Day of Children's Right on November 20th across the world. Because oh. it, you might know or might not know, but the convention is the most ratified international convention in the world. Oh, wow. So it makes it a very important piece of legislation. In fact, there's only one country that hasn't ratified the convention. Do you know which one? Uh, no, I don't. Which country? Uh, people would think, you know, a lot of things except for this country. It's it's actually the United States of America. No way. Yeah. They've no. signed it, but not ratified it. Is there, do you know why that is? I'm not sure uh, exactly. I'm guessing it's a lot. It's not because they don't respect children's rights, because they have a lot of legislation for this. So I wouldn't be able to say all of those. It might be a multitude of reasons why they didn't ratify ratified it because it, it does bring uh, you, you need to be able to implement it uh, afterwards and follow the principles and the right yeah. so there's probably a lot of uh, uh, of reason but I, I would let uh, an American answer <laughs> this question. but that is really interesting I did not know that at all oh my goodness now can you explain to me what the convention on the rights of the child are uh, it's it's an international piece of legislation. Mm -hmm. So it, it comes from the UN, mm -hmm. uh, the United Nations, and basically it's it's a lot of the same rights that you 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 find in the international in the International Convention on Humans Rights. But it was it was written in a way that it's more applicable to children. So it gives a reference on on to how you should respect those rights, uh, and it's basically based on four very important principles. It's the right to um, s survival, the right to development, the right to life of children, and the right to non-discrimination. So the convention basically says that every right that is within the convention should be applied on a non-discriminatory basis to all children wherever they are in the world. It's also based on the on the the notion of the best interest of the child. So the idea that every decision that is made for a ch uh, for a child for a children uh, for children are made within their best interest, mm -hmm. not our best interest as adults, but their best interest. And finally, it's also based on the principle of participation. So children, and we were talking about that just now, should be involved in decision that are. Um, that are um, important to them. Absolutely. And one thing about the convention that's, so there's a lot of rights, you know, there's a right to healthcare, to education, to be protected, to be united with their family. Uh, but there's also rights that do not, that adults don't have, like the right to play, mm -hmm. which is written in the convention and it's very particular to, to children's rights. So that's, it's, it's a big convention, but basically that those are the important theme you, you would find in the Convention on the Rights of the Child. Now, what does it mean, the right to play? It, it, that's also a very good question. So the right to play is basically the right 
to be a child. Mm. You know, it, it is within the, the inherent na nature of being a, a child to be able to play, to have leisure time. So how do you, how do we s look at that? We could look at that within the school system that, you know, children have a right to play within, uh, you know, to, to, to go outside and to, to, to play, uh, to have uh, in cities a uh, structure that enables them to actualize this right and basically that that could be some of the example of uh, the, the concrete implication of the right to play. Right on. Now, is there anything within this convention that may be surprising to the general public that you can think of? Um, the two, the two, when we talk about the convention with the public, the two things that they do find um, uh, special is that it's, you know, every country um, almost have ratified it except the United States. Yes. They always <laughs> tell me like countries in Africa that might not have ratified it, but it's the United States. So that was one of the thing. The right to play is also sometimes uh, uh, surprising to people that we actually put this in an international convention. And or else the, the, the third thing that they do find surprising is that the convention is important in a legal uh, way because it, it is the moment in the world where, where children became subject of rights and not object of rights. Which, what does it mean to be subject of right? To be subject of right is I have some rights that I am able to ask for and to demand that they are respected. Mm -hmm. and, and it's not someone else that will do it for me. If I can give you an example closer to home, until 1940, women in Quebec didn't have the right to vote. But in the mentality, it's not that we didn't have the right to vote. It's our husband had the right to vote and naturally we would vote like them so we would we had the right to vote but to you know through our husband yeah. and so when we got the right to vote we were subject of this right mm -hmm. we were able to own it and to vote according to what we wanted so it's a little bit the same for children and sometimes adults have difficulty to understand that children even if they need protection even if they need their parents and adults around them they have rights that they can um, uh, ask for and demand that they be respected. No, absolutely. And like going off of the right to play, like it is so important for the development, the healthy development of a child, right? Totally. totally. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, now, how is this convention enforced? Do you want to elaborate a little bit on that? That's the complicated yes. question. <laughs> <laughs> and so, okay, I'll, I'll talk about I'll, I'll talk about Canada. Sure. Um, so, Canada has signed the Convention on the Rights of the Child. It has ratified it, and means that the other provinces were agreed with the the the, 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 the application of the convention on the territory of Canada. However, in the way our federal system is made and the way our laws are made, in order to be really enforceable in our everyday life, every rights of the convention, we need to implement the convention in a, in a national law, which is, can be federal or can be provincial or both, which we haven't done. Oh. And this is a thing that the UN criticized us about, that we don't have a legislation that is federal and or provincial that encompasses every rights of the convention. So to enforce like the right to play, 
it's quite difficult at a national level. Like a child wouldn't be able to say to like the Supreme Court, I don't have the right to play and they should allow me to play. There's no mechanism uh, uh, for that. However, it doesn't mean that those rights are not respected in Canada. A lot of those rights are already incorporated in some federal uh, law or some provincial laws. So for example, uh, the right to non-discrimination in Quebec, I'll speak for, for Quebec, is in the charter, the Quebec Charter of Human Rights and Freedom. So this right for children is respected and the way to enforce it could be a complaint to the Human Rights Commission. And the right to be protected, which is also a very, very important right within the convention, is also protected in Quebec through the Youth Protection Act. Right so on. when the rights of a child is not protected, the right to be protected is not respected, sorry, there can be a reporting to the Director of Youth Protection. Oh, right on. Perfect. Now, um, how can the general public make sure that they're well-versed in these rights? Is there any steps that they can take? Sure. Um, it, it, we do lack resources, I believe, and, and, and you know, general knowledge about that. And, and it's also one of the criticism that the, the UN did in the last um, uh, periodic report. Uh, however, individually, there are steps we can make. You know, the, the UNICEF makes great resources to know about those rights that are in the convention. Uh, at the commission, we do, uh, at the level of Quebec, we do have... Um, people like me that are mandated to do education on the rights of, of children and on for the general public also. So I go on and give training on reporting to the DYP, to the Director of Youth Protection, the what are the rights of children uh, when they are in youth protection. My colleagues do um, training on non-discrimination, access to the schools and what does it mean, what does it mean to have a reasonable accommodation when, for example, you're a child and you have an handicap, but you do want to go to school. So there's a lot of resources that the general public can can look at to be more versed in, in, in those rights. Right on. Now, let's talk a little bit about the Youth Protection Act. Yes. So what does the Youth Protection Act state? So the Youth Protection Act in Quebec was, um, it was introduced in 1979, so it's not that old. And it's, it, it states very clearly that every child on the territory of Quebec, whose security and or development is compromised, will have protection, mm -hmm. okay? And that the adults around them have an obligation to report those situations where the security of a child or the development of a child is compromised. And it gives out the reason why uh, the security or development of a child can be compromised, and it also you know, structure the entire system of youth protection uh, in Quebec. Okay. So who are these, like, adults who are in a child's life that can report these situations? Does that include beyond the parents? Yes. Or guardian? Yeah. Uh, so there's a, there's a, the law has two categories, if I, can, if I can express myself like that. There's a situation where an adult can report a child, and there's a situation where an adult must report a child. Okay. So everyone, every adult on the territory of Quebec must, and it's an, it's an legal obligation to report, uh, report, sorry, cases of sexual abuse and physical abuse of okay. children. So as soon as you have a reasonable doubt that a child 
you know, is in a situation of sexual abuse or physical abuse, you must report the situation of this child to youth protection. Okay. And then there's some adults that have an, uh, an obligation to report other cases where security or development of a child may be compromised. So police officer, people that work or do uh, uh, volunteer work in a daycare, people that work in, within the health and social services system, um, teachers, mm -hmm. uh, and professional that are member of professional association that work with children, they must also report cases of abandonment of children, cases of neglect, neglect of care, neglect of um, uh, uh, accessing um, services for their health, and they must also report uh, mistreatment, uh, uh, emotional mistreatment. In French, we say uh, abus psychologique. Uh, and also serious, uh, com com how do they say it in English? I think it's behavioral um, problems. So children with very intense uh, behavioral problems that put their, their life or the life of others in danger and okay. the life can be physical or mental state also okay so those type those category of adult must report any type of of mistreatment to children okay right on wow um i would like to know what is the difference between the youth protection act and the youth criminal justice act yeah good question <laughs> um so the 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 youth Protection Act is a Quebec legislation, mm -hmm. and the Youth Criminal Justice Act is a federal jurisdiction which apply everywhere in Canada. Okay. So, like we said uh, before, the Youth Protection Act is 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 the act that is in Quebec to protect children against mistreatment of of different sorts, and. It's really it, it applies to children, any children on the situ on the territory of Quebec, notwithstanding their status in Quebec. So as soon as they are physically in the province of Quebec, from zero to eighteen years old minus one day. Okay. okay. So this is the Youth Protection Act. The Youth Criminal Justice Act applies to youth between twelve and eighteen minus one day who commits a crime. Okay, a crime as it will be would be understandable for an adult, but the, the mentality in Canada is that children from 12 to 18 minus one day that commit an offense, a criminal offense, must will be a trial within the Youth Criminal Justice Act. And the, the goal of this act is rehabilitation, okay? Yes, to protect the public and for you to be punished for the act that you've done, but the, the very overarching principle is to be able to rehabilitate you in order for that for that young person to be a, 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 a good adult that you know doesn't commit other crimes afterwards so that those are the two uh, the very fundamental difference between the two why people get mixed up with those two is because in Quebec the application of the Youth Protection Act and the Youth Criminal Justice Act uh, lies a lot within the same person. Okay. So the person that has the hat of the director of youth protection for the Youth Protection Act also have another hat, which is the, we call it the provincial director to apply the Youth Criminal Justice Act. And within those two lot, there is a lot of um, connection between the two because you will find children that do commit offen 
criminal offenses that were in need of protection or vice versa. But it's not always it's not always the case. But you do have some of the connection between between the two sometimes. Okay, okay. Um, now I was wondering. Every five years, a report from Canada must be submitted to the UN Committee on the Rights of the Child, correct? Yeah. Now, can you explain what exactly is included in this report? So the report is really an obligation that Canada has uh, because it signed and ratified the Convention on the Rights of the Child. So it's called the Periodic Report. So Canada, every five years, and the next one will, be, uh, will need to be submitted to the UN on, uh, in July 2018, so it's coming up. And this report is to look at um, the progress that the state country made toward accomplishing the rights and the principles that are in the convention. So Canada needs to write a report, which is called a periodic report, and submit it to the UN saying, okay, look, this is what we have done in the last five years, and this is the realization, this is the advance that we've done in children's rights. And uh, what's interesting about this um, process is that there's also what we call an alternative report that can be submitted by non-governmental agencies or non-profits. And those reports are very important because they come and they can criticize the periodic report, what Canada has said, saying, mm, I don't agree with this, or supplement the information. Uh, and in the upcoming um, uh, uh, reports, uh, the Canadian Coalition on the Rights of the Child will be submitting an, alter an alternative report uh, to the UN and what is interesting in this is that the children's voice will be heard in, in those process because we're talking about the Convention on the Rights of the Child and the right to be heard. So children need to be heard in, in, in both process and uh, yeah, that will be interesting to see uh, what they have to say. Yeah, absolutely. Right on. Um, so I want to get a little bit more back into Quebec specifics. So I know that we touched on this before, but um, I would just like to kind of reiterate. Now, if someone believes the rights of a child are being violated, how does one go about reporting this? It really depends about uh, which right we're talking about. So like we said before, there is no mechanism internally for rights that are in the Convention on the Rights of the Child. Like, the, we will come back to the right to play. There's no way for a child to say, like, this right has been violated for me. However, if we talk about the rights of um, being protected, then if the right to be protected is violated in Quebec for a child, the mechanism is really a reporting to the Director of Youth Protection. And then if we talk about the rights of children in youth protection, which their right to be heard, their right to be informed, things like that. Then the reporting is done to the Human Rights Commission, which I work for. And also, if there's a, an infringement of right for the non-discrimination, let's say a child in a wheelchair uh, is denied the access to school, then there can also be a, a complaint that is made to the Human Rights and Youth Rights Commission uh, in Quebec for it to be uh, to be resolved. So it really, really depends in Quebec on which rights uh, we're talking about. Okay, right on. Now, um, if someone were to go to the police about matters, would they then direct those matters to the to you? It's a good question. Um, in in matters of um, protection, let's mm -hmm. say a child 
you know, is victim of uh, physical abuse, mm -hmm. okay, by their parents, and they they don't have the ref reflex to call the DYP, the Director of Youth Protection, but they go to the police. The police will be reporting this to the Director of Youth Protection. So, in some circumstances, there is the link that will be done between the police officer and the service in in itself. But for cases of discrimination, the police officer might just, you know, refer them uh, to us. Yeah, of course. Right on. And sometimes that's what they, you know, we need more information about those services and where to to direct your call. Mm -hmm. Because I, I believe there's a little lack of information and people don't always know where to turn themselves to be able to protect the rights of children. Absolutely, it's very important. Now, um, speaking of which, what are some situations that the general public should be aware of or to look out for? I know we touched on this a bit, but let's let's reiterate on that. Um, I'll talk about more about what I what I see when I give uh, training. People should be aware that there can be sexual abuse and there can be physical abuse of children and to really listen to them. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, maybe the child will be lying, but you don't want to take a chance. Exactly. You, you should report you should report those uh, those situations to the DYP and they will figure out if the child is lying or if it, there's another situation or if it in in a lot of situation it was true and that they can take action toward this. So, I would say that people should just not um blind themselves to those situations and be aware that they do and without being paranoid just just be be aware that they do exist and to not close their eyes um, uh, when they see something that they don't think is is quite right for children yeah absolutely now um what is the main c focus for the commission right now what would you say is in the future what is in the works do you want to speak a little bit about that that's it that's a hard question because there's a lot of things. <laughs> uh, I, th I think that in our day-to-day -day work, we still have a lot to do to protect and to promote the rights of, of children when they are in youth protection under the Youth Criminal Justice Act also. And also for all, all the question of, of discrimination and, and, and things like that. Um, it's been our focus for a lot of years, but the w there's so much work to be done in those fields that this is today still is our focus and I'm guessing that in five years it will still be our focus because there's so much work to be done. Mm -hmm. Of course. Awesome. Now before we wrap up this interview, is there um, a message or anything that you would like to say? Um, anything that you would like the general public to know? Yes, uh, there's a there's a little message that the commission wanted to to give out to, uh, to to people in Quebec uh, in regards to the to November twentieth. Okay. Here it is. Do you know the Convention on the Rights of the Child? It's an international human rights treaty that ensures children's rights, such as the right to life, to health, to education, and to play, as well as the right to a family life, to be protected from violence and discrimination, and to have their views heard. As a parent, a teacher, a friend, a cousin, uncle or aunt, we have, you have, the duty to ensure that children can exercise these rights. Ensuring that these rights for children include them the opportunities to express themselves about their lives. 
Ensuring these rights for children also means listening to what they have to tell us. Ensuring these rights for children sometimes also require us to take action when we believe that those rights are violated or if we witness an injustice or an abuse. On November 20th, Universal Children's Day, and every other day of the year, let us listen to our children, give them the opportunities to express themselves about their life, and take action to ensure that they can grow and thrive freely and safely. To learn more about the Universal Children's Day and the Children's Rights Education Week, which runs from November 20th to the 26th across Canada, follow the Commission des droits de la personne et des droits de la jeunesse on social media. Excellent. Thank you so much for coming in and speaking with us today, Julie. Thank you very much, Alison. Have awesome. a good day. Mm -hmm. just taking the time to reach out to your provincial advocate for children and youth office for more information. To celebrate this year's Universal Children's Day, UNICEF has invited children from all around the world to take over key roles in media, politics, business, sport, and entertainment in order to voice their support for millions of their peers who are unschooled, unprotected, and uprooted on the 20th. For more information, check out www.un.org. Now, I'm Allison Riley, broadcasting from the studios of CJLO 6090am in Montreal, Quebec. I'm going to leave you with a song by the Cassiopeia Constellations, a group that was formed by the Montreal Rock Camp for Girls. This is In the Nebula. Happy anniversary.
Nebula. safety, I have a right to education, I have a right to my culture. Kids like me need to know about child rights and earlier age what to do about it. Today, the Canadian Council of Child and Youth Advocates asks you to make every day a day to stand up for children's rights in your life. The CCCYA is a group of advocates, ombudsmen, and representatives working to uphold the rights of all children and youth. This is especially crucial for Indigenous youth who continue to be overrepresented in the child welfare system. How can you stand up for child rights? Be aware and share information about child rights with your neighbours, teachers, and friends. Be ready to act when a child or youth needs your help. You can find resources about child rights and the Council at CCCYA. If you are a young person who needs the help of an advocate, you can also find the advocate for your own province listed on cccya.ca. This has been a message from the Canadian Council of Child and Youth Advocates. Thank you for listening to Radio Change the World, a community radio broadcast about child rights in Canada. Ryerson student and youth advocate Karis heard about our broadcast and wanted to contribute. She wrote this song, Change the World, especially to remember all the children we lost this year and to empower the youth of tomorrow.
Possibilities, but you keep holding me. 